Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, BC. In this program, we all discover jazz old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. This is part two of A Tune Within a Tune. Jazz quotes of other tunes that appear for fleeting moments within various solos. Quotes probably get used maybe maybe even in most solos, although don't quote me on that. I mean, when a player is in the midst of his or her solo, it's not surprising that something about either the chord sequence or the melody of the tune or maybe a riff that they just played might remind them of something else and they spontaneously throw it in. Here is Miles Davis and his classic Milestones. But just before I play it, just a snatch of fascinating rhythm as sung by Fred and Adele Astaire in 1926, then pay attention to the first solo in the following Miles Davis recording.
Well, we call the tune Milestones, but in the original 1958 Milestones album, that track was simply called Miles. It includes Miles on trumpet, Red Garland piano, John Coltrane on tenor sax, Paul Chambers bass, Philly Joe Jones drums, and Cannonball Adderley on, on alto sax, the first solo where he quotes about four bars of fascinating rhythm. Next... have sung for a thousand years the hills fill my heart you know in searching for some of these quotes many of them i just stumbled upon others were recommended when i put out a call to uh, some jazz facebook sites i got some great responses from people who are part of a page called jazz world one respondent was Bradley Pagliero, who wrote, There's one solo by Jaco Pastorius in concert with Weather Report, which stands out in my mind because he suddenly quotes the opening phrases from The Sound of Music. And you just heard those phrases. Uh, Bradley kindly sent me the link. It's quite the incredible bass solo, I have to say, where Pastorius was, was let loose for almost 10 minutes. I'll play the whole thing. I noticed a couple things. Firstly, at the three-minute mark, there's a very slight reference to the sound of music, but so subtle you can't really call it a quote. It's really just part of a downward major scale. But then, near the end, nine minutes into the solo, he quotes that introduction to the tune fully, so it's obvious to any of us that that is the sound of music, as per Julie Andrews. I also noticed what I think was another quote at the five-and-a-half-minute mark. It sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. Maybe one of you know. Here it is. Weather Report, featuring Jaco Pastorius, live in Offenbach Concert, 1978. No title, just a solo. Thank you. 
Jaco Pastorius from a live weather report concert from 1978. Here they come, here they come, wooden soldiers on parade. not Jaco Pastorius, but I'm finding it hard to turn this off. This was one of my 7-inch 78 RPM records I used to play over and over again as a little kid. Peter Pan Records, the studio group were called the Sandpipers, and this is Parade of the Wooden Soldiers, originally written by German composer Leon Jessel in 1897. So, when I was listening to my lovely Fraser McPherson album of 1983 on Concord Records and came to the last track, Jerome Kern's Long Ago and Far Away, what did I hear but a reference to that childhood tune? Let me play it. The late saxophonist from Vancouver, playing here with Oliver Gannon on guitar, Steve Wallace bass, and Jake Hanna on drums. Listen for that quote of Parade of the Wooden Soldiers. Thank you. 
McPherson Quartet, long ago and far away. And did you catch that quote of Parade of the Wooden Soldiers? This week, part two of A Tune Within a Tune, featuring jazz quotes within various jazz solos. The creative and spontaneous use of a quote, a segment of another tune, is sometimes a great way for jazz musicians to resonate with their audience and the audience to resonate back. In response to my query in Jazz World about creative jazz quotes, Stephen Saxon said that he recalled a mention in Bird Lives, a biography of Charlie Parker from 1996, where a sailor walked into the club in which Charlie Parker was playing, and he suddenly uh, threw in a segment of Anchors Away. Now, it doesn't appear as if it were ever recorded, but it illustrates that great way that Jazz musicians can relate to their audiences, even in the middle of a solo. As I mentioned last week, Charlie Parker was the king of the jazz quote. Listen to this next one. The quote is easy to miss, as it's only for a second or two. First, the tune that's quoted.
my heart belongs to daddy. What I really like about that is how just before the one minute mark, he makes a slight reference to the Woody Woodpecker song. Then at about around the one and a half minute mark, he goes full into it for a phrase. So he kind of foreshadowed it. That was Charlie Bird Parker from 1954. And since we seem to be talking about birds, you might be interested to know that these musical quotes aren't the exclusive domain of the human jazz world. Nope. Birds do it too. Have you ever heard of a catbird? Here is something from the Cornell Laboratory of Ornithology. This bird was giving really fine imitations of a whole host of different species. First, the song of the western bluebird, followed by the gray catbird's imitation. Here's the bluebird. And now for the catbird's quote. Next, the red-winged blackbird. First the blackbird, then the catbird's imitation. Just one more. A tree frog known as the Pacific Chorus Frog. First the frog... And now the catbird's interpretation of that frog. There's another interesting parallel here. I don't know if it's accurate, but maybe any jazz musicians who are listening to this can attest to whether jazz musicians are similar to catbirds in terms of the purpose of these quotes that they like to throw into various solos. The theory as to why these mimics imitate other species is that the male with the greatest repertoire uh, is demonstrating to potential mates, to females, that he's been around, that he, through his extensive repertoire, has survived many breeding seasons. So the longer you've been around, the more phrases you're able to mimic. Okay, I might have irritated a jazz musician or two with that parallel, but hey, maybe it will improve my ratings. Staying with birds for just a moment. How about Bye Bye Blackbird? We just heard one a minute ago, and the catbird's imitation, you know the tune. And even though there are no quotes in it, I think I'll play the whole tune, because I like the way Peggy Lee sings it, and it's fairly short. Then I'll follow it with I Want to Be Happy by Lester Young and Nat King Cole, where you can hear it quoted in a distorted catbird-like way at the end of the tune.
Young and Nat King Cole with Buddy Rich on drums from 1946. I want to be happy. You heard the quote from Bye Bye Blackbird at the end, and before that recording, I played Peggy Lee singing that song from 1955. Well, as you can see, I'm having a lot of fun with this Discovering Jazz series on jazz quotes, so much that I'm going to have a part three. I'm really enjoying some of the suggestions I received from people who subscribe to certain jazz appreciation sites when I ask for ideas about great jazz quotes. John Stephen 
through Jazz World suggested I listen to Blueport, an art farmer composition from Jerry Mulligan and the Concert Jazz Band live at the Village Vanguard because it includes many quotes. You're hearing, hearing it in the background as I speak, and I'm going to turn it up and we'll see if there are any quotes that any of us can recognize. Thank you. 
I was panicking for a while because I couldn't hear any recognizable quotes up until when I recognized the smallest bit of fascinating rhythm at the six-minute mark. Then later, the children's song, Playmate, Come Out and Play With Me. And there was Chicago, Chicago, across the alley from the Alamo, way down yonder in New Orleans. I've been working on the railroad. And there were lots more really familiar ones, but I couldn't place them. I guess I wouldn't be that successful as a catbird or an old jazz musician needing to prove that I've been around the block. This next one, I don't know if you could call it a quote, because the tune permeates the entire arrangement. It's the way that Nina Simone uses the Christmas carol, Good King Wenceslas, as part of her rendition of Little Girl Blue. Simone, Little Girl Blue. 
finishing off with a track I played recently, but it's such a lovely version of Body and Soul by Toronto pianist Mark Eisenman, and it does contain a nice quote right at the end, Moody's Mood for Love, which was originally part of a solo used in James Moody's version of I'm in the Mood for Love. This is Larry Sadman saying bye for now. Tune in next week for part three of A Tune Within a Tune. Thank you.